0: Did you ever see those clickbait lists online? They're usually titled 101 Films You Have To See Before You Die. They pop up every once in a while. But tell the truth, how many have you actually seen?
1: These movies are so ingrained in the fabric of modern pop culture through references and homages that you'd be forgiven for thinking that you'd actually seen them.
0: So why not join me, Sam, a self-confessed cinephile who currently works in the film and television industry and even went to university to study film and TV. The only issue is, I've not seen many films.
1: And me, Joel, a man who likes films a lot, but is constantly described by his friends as overly anal and picky. But I'll let you decide.
0: Each week, we will break down and review a different film, from zany cult classics to what many describe as cinematic masterpieces.
1: Do these films deserve the legacy they've been given, or are they just overrated, bloated rubbish? Let's find out. As this week, we discuss The Truman Show.
0: This is 1001 Movies We Have Not Seen. The Truman Show, the 1998 film directed by Peter Weir. same director as... I've already forgotten the name of the film. What a great (laughs) start. The Robin Williams one we watched. What did we watch?
1: I know the one you mean. Um, The one with the schoolboys. The one with Uh, the schoolboys.
0: Good. And the Dead Poet Society.
1: Dead Poet Society.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Quietly one of my favourite movies from the podcast. I know I didn't even rate it that highly, but I I look back at that movie with fond memories.
0: This is my Dead Poet Society. Yeah. I am um, unashamedly love this film. Um, I
1: won't lie. Going into it, I this has been done a lot. I don't know if this was the first time it was done, but I literally watched a new series of Black Mirror the other day, and it, it was this same sort of story. And I was thinking, oh God, bored of this. And then I was like, Oh, actually, this is a great film.
0: Yeah, then it does its thing. Yeah, and blows you away. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Let's. I think that's how we start this.
1: The charisma he has in this role.
0: The charisma and.
1: He... It's nice not seeing him not be too silly. Yes,
0: this actually. was his first serious role, his first dramatic role. So, like by this point, he'd come off. Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, The Mask. Like, the 90s were Jim Carrey years. And I believe they actually delayed the filming of this by a year so Jim Carrey could star in it. They were that adamant on him doing it. So he he had to film The Cable Guy and Liar Liar. So they literally waited a year for him they didn't recast it they were so confident in jim carrey and thank god they did
1: yeah i like it wouldn't be half as good without him shall we get into the plot absolutely
0: selected from birth following an unwanted pregnancy truman burbank is the unsuspecting star of the truman show a reality television program filmed 24-7 through thousands of hidden cameras and broadcast worldwide. Kristoff, the show's creator and executive producer, seeks to capture Truman's authentic emotions and give audiences a relatable everyman. Truman has been the star of the show since he was born when the studio officially adopted him. Truman's hometown, Seahaven Island, is a giant television studio under a dome Controlled entirely by Christoph and his production team, who advertise products to both Truman and the audience, the main way the show generates revenue. The elaborate set allows Christoph to control almost every aspect of Truman's life, including the weather. To prevent Truman from discovering the truth, Christoph orchestrates scenarios that curtail his desire for exploration and constantly broadcast messages about the dangers of travelling and the virtues of staying home. Truman is a cheerful insurance adjuster with a charismatic wife, Meryl. One morning, a cinema light falls in front of Truman outside of his house, but a subsequent radio broadcast explains it away, claiming that a plane flying overhead has been shedding parts.
1: I like the intro to the movie. It's brilliant, Uh, isn't it? it's great and straight away there's cracks cracks in his world the light falling from the from the sky the stage light um and i like the fact that this movie doesn't try to play games with the audience straight away the main protagonist knows there's something up which starts the story i think we don't need much setting of the scene
0: no they they set it all with this intro yeah this this documentary it literally
1: and then we go straight into the it's starting to unravel there's no big long wait or anything which really engages you in the film straight away doesn't it
0: yeah i think this would be a very different film if we it was sort of hidden from us yeah, it, like that. we There could very well be a version of this film where you get fifty minutes of just Truman living his life, um, and then the light falls. But you don't. You uh, instant fourth wall break. But in a weird sort of in universe kind of way. Yeah. Um. And instantly, instantly, the facade is dropped. And you you get to watch like you're a few steps ahead of Truman, but you you like you see him unravel it, and you're just like you're enthralled by it. I I I just love the world building of this film.
1: Yeah, and there's still there's still questions, but at the same time, it's it's not building up to a big twist or anything, which I kind of like because. Unless a twist is amazing. Because I, I, this was always, if they tried to play this off as a twist and always in a TV show, and that's a big twist, it for it to be actually gratifying, it would need to be like sort of telegraphed that it was coming. If it was telegraphed it was coming, then most audiences are going to work it out before it happens. And it's going to be like a, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad it- that they didn't.
0: It reveals the twist in the first 20 seconds of the film. And then the entertaining bit is watching Truman break it down. Like the audience are part of this journey. And it is brilliant.
1: It really is. It really is. Good introduction to characters as well. And clues straight away. I like all the little clues and little insights straight away. Like I think they they just mentioned the products and brands and stuff straight away.
0: Oh, it's br- the product the placement is like brilliant. Yeah, how you've got like characters who every morning push you up against a billboard, and it's just oh, it's it's. I was I was still noticing stuff on this what like rewatch that I've never noticed before. I never noticed how obvious all of the cameras are. Like, oh, I really didn't. Every, it's exactly this is what makes this film so good to rewatch. Almost in every shot, there's a camera.
1: Really, every... they a bit, like, and they're like visible. They're pretty visible. They're
0: pretty visible. They're hidden behind domes, but it's like every lamp post has a camera on it. Like, the curbs have cameras on it. You So, like, Truman's wearing a ring that's a camera because it is absurdly large. But obviously, Truman doesn't know what cameras look like.
1: I noticed the ring camera, yeah. yeah. So it's
0: like they're just hidden everywhere. There's button cams which they start to reveal. Everything has a ring. Because you're clued in that when we're seeing shots from the show because they're sort of blurred around the edges to... would be like, yeah, this is a in universe camera. And you go, Well, how did they get that shot? And then someone in the control room will go, Okay, switch to the other button cam and you go, Oh the buttons, that's clever. Everything's yeah. explained. It's it's and like the neighbour with his bin that he take that he's always got in his hand. There's a massive camera in that bin. And you can see yeah. it clear as day.
1: Can you really? It's honest oh, it's amazing that you mind. didn't see it. I like I didn't notice at all.
0: You go back and you look at that bin, it's the bin and there's a massive circular camera in the middle of it. Just looking at Truman and he's just holding it the entire time. Did you ever see that neighbour not with the bin? No. No, exactly. Because it's he's just holding the camera. It's it's brilliant world building.
1: Oh, I'm staggered. <laughs> like, I'm I staggered. almost
0: I almost want you to like just watch a clip of it now. I just yeah, see how the cameras obvious it is
1: your brain just fills it in it's, doesn't amazing. it amazing like,
0: it's and they're there and it's just like rewatch after rewatch after rewatch new things and yeah,
1: I, I, there was a lot of details that's that, like there was it was a joy to watch for the eyes wasn't it because yeah. you just there was always something gone on the center screen there's always something in the background, always something in the foreground, always something to the left or to the right. So if you ever got slightly bored of the conversation they were having, you just looked around.
0: Yeah, and you just you just noticed I was looking
1: them. around and I still didn't notice the cameras.
0: See, but I, the best thing as well is the extras, air quotes, sort of the background performers in this have like set paths. So they mm-hmm. just recycle what they're doing in the background. And it's one yeah. of those where you're going, oh, well, that's a continuity error. And you go, no, it's completely intentional because they've run out of things to do. Like It's especially when Truman does something they're not expecting. Suddenly they like pa- panic and start to like, you've got the, the litter pickers. There's guys walking around with litter pickers who aren't picking anything up because Truman wasn't meant to walk back that way because they've already picked up the litter that was placed for them. And then there's a bit um, later on when Truman's talking to his best friend who's loading a vending machine. Yeah. And every time Truman turns away, he pulls chocolate out of the vending machine. Otherwise, he's going to run out, <gasps> restocking. It's honestly so... Oh, that's
1: so good.
0: It's so clever. Every time Truman turns his head away from him, he like pulls two or three out because otherwise he's going to run out. It's Stop it.
1: You're making me want to watch this film again.
0: I'm telling you. This is a really good film. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your Gladiator, not, I've got The Truman
1: Show. But it's not as good as Cars 2, right?
0: <sighs> Nothing's as good as Cars 2,
1: Joel. Oh, good, get get Your favourite film of all time, Cars 2. The
0: best film of all time. You keep the getting that wrong. The best film of all times.
1: Sorry, sorry.
0: At work, Truman tries to make a secret phone call to Fiji looking for someone named Lauren or Sylvia, but he cannot find her. Later, his boss instructs Truman to go to Wells Island to meet a client. This will require Truman to take a ferry, but he's desperately afraid of water, so turns back. It is, it's clever, isn't it? How they try and keep him on the island. And, yes, and in the studio,
1: I think that is like the loosest bit, but it is good.
0: It is, isn't it? You, you get a few flashbacks to it throughout the film, um, but I, th- I think it is quite easy to sort of psycho manipulate someone, but then it shows that it doesn't actually work because Truman is a very curious character, and in all honesty, it's 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 love that. He's trying to get him away, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I like
0: this. There's levels to this character.
1: Yes, because at the at first, because he's picking up that magazine, and then he's sort of looking at the women and the eyes and stuff, and it starts out a little bit creepy. It, if yeah, anything. and you think, oh, he's a bit of a weirdo, especially
0: knowing that. Everyone knows that Trumans in the TV show. Well, I don't. I don't know if they do know what he's doing, but they know that every day he's lying about saying it's for his wife. He's like, yeah. So it, it adds another level to it, doesn't it?
1: I think. I think if this was made today, then they would highlight more people like theory crafting. Yeah, like online and fan theories and all that.
0: They hint to it very heavily that there's sort of like this clandestine sort of organisation that I keep trying to break Truman out. And we get a few flashbacks to it, um, like all throughout his life. There's been people infiltrating sort of the the show trying to reveal the truth to Truman and they failed so far. I think I think the revealing that he's afraid of water is a clever reveal. Cause it's so simple. All he's gotta do is walk along a little jetty and get on a ferry. And he has Yes like almost a complete breakdown. Especially when like the very cleverly positioned sunken boat is there to remind yeah, him. Yeah,
1: to remind him. And it's almost like they're testing if that theory still works. And that's why they pushed him to Go do it.
0: Exactly. They're like, he's curious. Let's let's double check if if the mental trauma we've implanted in this human being is still there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it is it is like it's semi loose, like you'd never know he could have a brave day. Um but yeah, no. It's good, it's good. Um and I think I already like the dialogue coming from the extras. Of, It's just not quite real-life dialogue, is it? Exactly. And it's perfectly played.
0: Exactly. It It's like you've got non-actors to perform the dialogue. These, these characters are never meant to speak, and they're not really meant to interact with Truman. They're just sort of there as world-building, but yeah. occasionally... Truman gets a little
1: bit boisterous.
0: Yeah, I'd say he goes off book, but Truman isn't on
1: book. Um, Exactly. But I think you you can tell in it, even though it's all scripted, but in the world, you can tell when it's scripted and unscripted. And I like that there's differentiation between how smooth extras are compared to main cast members and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah, it, it's like it's nicely textured, is what I'd say. And the,
0: the fact that this is a real place, they didn't make this island. This is a, a, a town in Florida that is real, because they were going to shoot it in a studio. And then, yeah,
1: because it, it does look really toy town. It looks doesn't it?
0: completely toy towner, and it's because it looks
1: manufactured. Yeah,
0: so it's it's called a master planned community, which means it's completely planned out before they build it.
1: We've actually got some of those down in Cornwall, in the UK, um, and they're designed by uh, none other than King Charles. So there's one in Newquay called Nan Nan Sledden. And it looks weird. Like it, it's quite nice, but all the houses are like sort of semi nineteen thirty style, and all the lampposts are a bit Narnia like.
0: Does it look like and a it film looks set? Quite
1: good. It does look like a film does set, it, yeah. and the streets are like a bit wider than normal, and it's like kind of nice, but kind of settish and kind of cold at the same time, and. Yeah, they're kind of it's it's semi creepy.
0: It's it's almost got that uncanny valley about it, hasn't it? Where it really does. You're n- you're not used to seeing something so planned out from the outset like this. You're used to regular streets and regular towns where everything's just sort of a little bit cobbled together, and I think it yeah. adds really well to this surrealism of the film and making you feel a little bit on edge and like everything's fake, but it's... it's real. Truman tells his best friend Marlon about his dream to go to Fiji, but Marlon convinces Truman that his life on Seahaven Island is enviable, trying to dissuade him from leaving. Later, Truman sits at home on a bench, and The Truman Show cuts to flashbacks of Truman's father drowning at sea. Back in the present, the rain starts to fall just on Truman. As soon as he realises this, the whole sky opens up, and back at home, a soaking wet Truman tries to convince Merrill to leave everything behind and roam around the world, but she dismisses the idea as absurd and seduces him into bed instead.
1: I like the... I love the build-up of the cracks. It's, it's just
0: little, little tiny things, isn't it? That you would, as a normal human being, go, well, that was weird, but then like... Yeah. There's multiple weird things.
1: And I like how he glosses over it, but he doesn't. I I like how they didn't write him as a dumb character.
0: He's a very, very intelligent character that actually acts like a real person. Because a real person would go, no, that's absurd. Or is it? Yeah. No, that can't be the truth. He's questioning it. But he also, like, he knows no different, so you yeah. see a, a a massive level of conflict in Truman trying to to associate that everything he may know is a lie, and like things are happening that absolutely shouldn't be happening, but yet they are, and he's seeing them with his own two two eyes.
1: It's played so nicely down the middle that he's not like hurdy duh
0: Yeah, he's not I a guess lunatic. Everything's fine. And he's uh, and yeah. he's
1: also not like there's 100% something wrong because he wouldn't be because he doesn't know any different. Yeah. Like
0: the the rain bit is such a brilliant comedic moment. Yeah. Right. And he just sort of runs out of it and he's like, "What? That's that's ridiculous." Like and then he starts playing with it, and and it's also great because you imagine there's someone in a control room going, "Keep that rain on him," like he, he's yeah. fi- he's figuring it out, and he's like he gets a little bit of like a god complex, doesn't he? And then it rains normally, and he's like, "Oh well, that was weird." Oh well, I'll go home. Sort of, it, it's but the the cracks start to by the cracks in the show happening, it starts to almost push him further away from this like what everyone else is telling him, it it piques his curiosity to the point where he gets a little bit more ballsy about wanting to go to Fiji and wanting to travel the world and wanting to yeah. leave this world that he's known.
1: So it's interesting that this came out in 1998 because in 1998 in Japan to 2002, there was kind of a similar thing to this where a comedian uh, known as Nasubi did a reality TV show where he spent i think it was 4 years in a room with no contact with the outside world and they put him in in completely naked with a pile of magazines and a phone and they would release him when he'd won $10,000 worth of prizes from the magazine competitions and it was absolutely horrific. He got, like, so skinny because he could only get food from the magazine competitions. There's periods where, like, he rationed rice. There's periods where he ate dog food. At one point, they th- he thought he had won and they moved location because people started to find where he was. And they, like, started him again. And it just totally destroyed this guy's Life because he lost all sense of time and absolutely got Stockholm syndrome. It's kind of like a real life nasty version. That's got qu- the Truman a show. cruel version. That's awful.
0: At least like Truman knew no different. Whatever you may think of Christoph, I think it is quite kind what he's doing. Like like Truman has a life. It's it's sort of this character study. I mean, that just
1: sounds cruel. It'd be hard for Truman to leave because it's all he's ever known. That's what Stockholm Syndrome is. It's fear of leaving a situation because uh, unknown is scarier. I think it also happened to the producers of the show and the directors where they do it for so long all-encompassing it becomes normalised and they get crueler and crueler and crueler. This is demonstrated in the Truman show as well in the movie uh, where they start pushing Truman to not leave more and more and more and more because they've been doing it for so long and they're so used to controlling his life yeah it.
0: this goes back to my point where I was saying the more they push him the more they pique his curiosity because like it becomes clearly obvious that he's being kept here and He's not allowed to leave, basically, which just human nature means it's fight or flight, isn't it? And it's he wants to fly. He wants to run. He, he wants to get out of this situation where he feels trapped. The next day, on his way to work, Truman sees a hobo who looks exactly like his father. Before he can speak to the man, some other pedestrians take the man away and bundle him into a bus. Later, Truman goes to visit his mother who dismisses the encounter as a vision stemming from the loss of his father. I mean, we get this reveal pretty much at the same time as Truman, don't we? Where you... We haven't seen enough of the father. We've we've had a flashback, but this was 20 years ago, so this actor's got 20 years of old-age makeup on him. So you're sort of going, oh, who, is, who is that? And then Truman's like dad and it just like instantly clandestine men in black style people sweep in and it's like it starts to change and and sort of the wheels go off and you start to see the the cracks in this world
1: at first I was like the dad storyline I was like oh does he like actually care about Truman because he grew up with him and stuff like that and then it kind of comes round that basically the actor was unhappy about being written out the t- out the tv show so orchestrated no, away like, yeah oh
0: it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant. brilliant do these guys ever have a day off like yeah. surely they well, do i
1: assume that his wife goes to work and then that's her time off
0: that's that's my assumption
1: which also truman assumed as well
0: in his basement truman goes through a box of keepsakes including a red sweater it belonged to a woman named lauren or sylvia that truman fell in love with in high school she was supposed to be an extra but caught truman's eye however Merrill was his intended mate so the truman show producers did everything in their power to keep lauren and truman apart however one night Truman and Lauren are able to steal a kiss on the beach and Lauren tells Truman that her real name is Sylvia and tries to reveal the truth. Before Truman can digest what's happening, Lauren's father barrels onto the beach and takes her away, saying she's insane and then moving to Fiji.
1: Is she an extra or is she a fan? She's an extra. Because I got the feeling that they ran trips for fans into...
0: No she is They're part of this yet yeah, she's part of this clandestine organisation who's trying to reveal the truth to Truman is what I got because she is she's wearing a badge isn't she that says when will all of this end which i took as being like that group's motto yeah and like she's just an extra and i i assume she's just someone who who got a part on the show To try and reveal this plot to Truman, so I don't know if she was just an extra who fell in love with Truman while she was there, and Truman fell in love with her, and then thought, actually, this is cruel. I'm going to try and reveal the truth to him. But it didn't. She didn't seem to have it all thought out, which tells me it's more. She's in love. She fell in love with him while they were there, basically. That's what I think. Because her trying to reveal it to him is very sloppy, and she does a very bad job. Like, at no point does she go, oh, by the way, this is all a TV show. The next day, Truman overhears the production walkie-talkies on his car radio, describing his exact location. He is now paranoid, despite the radio announcer's explanation that there was interference with a police scanner. Truman does not want to go into the office and wanders around Seahaven instead, finally noticing all the strange things happening around him that he's never seen before. He then tries to talk to Marlon, who treats Truman like he's unravelling. Truman, however, insists that he's going away for a while. The next morning, he follows, he follows Meryl to work, forcing her and the actors playing the doctors to bungle their way through a fake surgery. Truman leaves a message for Merrill to say that he's going to Fiji. This is when it really gets spicy, isn't it? Yeah, because
1: he knows now. He kn- he knows, and, and but then he doesn't
0: know. He
1: does. He's playing along.
0: I don't. Th- I think. I think after this point is when he starts to play along. But right now, I think this is this is full. Am I going insane? Yeah, but I think I think it takes up until, him a little bit up until bit, yeah.
1: following his wife to the hospital. Following after following his wife to the hospital, that's when he goes, okay, yeah,
0: yeah, this is this is something is very 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 wrong here, and I may not understand what's going on right now, but I'm gonna find out.
1: I, I like how he then plays along a bit to get through.
0: Truman tries many different methods to get out of Sea Haven but Kristoff is able to stop him at every turn. Finally, he forces Meryl to come with him and points out all the strange inconsistencies in his life. He eventually leaves the car at a roadblock, but a group of extras wrestle him to the ground and return him home. When Merrill tries to act out her scripted product placement for hot chocolate, Truman insists on knowing who she is talking to. His paranoia gets the better of him, and he threatens her by holding sharp utensils to her throat. Finally, Marlon comes over with a six-pack and saves Meryl, who balls out that the situation has become unprofessional and breaks character.
1: I I love that his best friend just turns up with a six-pack so often. It happens like Like three
0: or four times, doesn't it? It's like, uh, yeah, this is the reason (laughs) that we've got maybe not normal. Because I mean, how else? Oh. How else you explain him turning up? It's brilliant. It's just another level where it's it's absurd, but it's uh, uh, we've got three seconds to come up with a reason to get him over there. Yeah. Um. But I like all the clever ways to keep him on the island. It's like there's the, the different levels that increase. So the first one's just like a roadblock. It's, oh, there's traffic, sorry, you can't go. But Truman just turns around, goes around a roundabout, and he goes, Oh my god, it's magically disappeared. And then there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a bridge, and it's like, Oh, sorry, Truman, you're scared of water, you can't drive over a bridge. And he goes, Correct, shuts his eyes and puts his foot on the accelerator. So she drives him across, and then they just set fire to the road, going, Oh no, the forest is on fire, and they just become more and more absurd until they go. The nuclear power plant is melting down. Oh no, it just becomes, and you can imagine that Truman's the exact just, same going. It's frantic
1: script writing, yeah. isn't it?
0: Are you joking right now? And they just, they just, yeah, he breaks, doesn't he? Especially when she yeah. just turns to the camera and goes, Mugogo, America's finest hot chocolate. And it's like, really? Like, Truman's this close. To finding out the truth, and you're inserting a product placement. It's greed, isn't it? They're getting greedy, and they're getting cocky, Absolutely. and it's just when he fully breaks and he goes, "Who the hell are you talking to? Like, what is happening?" I like her breaking character. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's unprofessional. I like the yeah, which it is like. Truman might be having a breakdown, but these are at the end of the day just paid actors. He would have their exactly likes how,
1: how much is it worth? Yeah, to them? And, and she's well, been
0: yeah. doing it for ages. It's ridiculous, isn't it? That night, Marlon makes a heartfelt speech to Truman, trying to convince him that his paranoia is unfounded. However, Kristoff is telling Marlon exactly what to say through an earpiece, including I would never lie to you, Truman. Marlon then reveals that Truman was indeed right about his father, and Kirk comes out of the fog to hug his son. They're going with the story that he has had amnesia for the past 22 years, but has come back. That is a gut punch, where you get this heartfelt speech, and he's crying and going, I could never lie to you, you're my best friend. And you literally then cut to the control room with Kristoff telling him what to say. And you go, oh, that is, that is cold.
1: Yeah. Oh. So his father coming back. I love, I love the, and how are you going to explain that?
0: Amnesia. Yes, amnesia.
1: (laughs) Just like rubbish, rubbish script writing. It's
0: classic TV show in its 27th season, isn't it? Bringing a character they killed off years ago going
1: absolutely um, just just bringing it back to like just to revive it because they can't think of anything else
0: just meta Uh, it's just another meta level of this film one night truman secretly disappears through a makeshift tunnel in his basement christoph temporarily suspends the broadcast for the first time in its history and record numbers tune in christoph orders a citywide search for truman and is soon forced to break the production's day-night cycle to optimise the search and turns on the sun. Truman is discovered sailing away from Seahaven, having conquered his fear of water. Kristoff resumes the transmission and creates a violent storm in order to attempt to capsize Truman's boat. Truman nearly drowns, but his spirit remains unbroken, and he continues to sail until his boat strikes the wall of the dome. Initially horrified, Truman looks around to discover a staircase leading to an exit door. As he contemplates leaving, Christoph speaks to him directly through a speaker system, encouraging him to stay by claiming that there is no more truth in the real world than in his artificial one, where he has nothing to fear. After a moment of reflection, Truman utters his catchphrase, And in case I don't see you, good afternoon. Good evening and good night. Bows to his audience and exits. Viewers around the world celebrate Truman's escape and Sylvia races to greet him. Christoph's supervisors end the programme with a shot of the open door as the viewers decide to see what else is on TV. The end.
1: I think I really liked this ending bit and I liked the... The storm and the boat, and the fear of him actually dying, because it kept on cutting between him, the control room, and the viewers at home in the show. And I had, like, sort of a bit of an epiphany watching this going, Oh my god, I good, good lord, I'm one of those viewers at home now. Like, Truman's character is quite magnetic being played by jim carrey and i at this point i would forgotten that it was jim carrey considering he just plays himself in a lot of things uh i would forgotten it was jim carrey i fully saw this character as truman and i was so invested in his world and him just like the audience characters in this movie Which just kind of mad and it gave the whole thing a sort of realism like Oh wow, this could happen.
0: You you you're almost expect him to drown, don't you? You're like, oh my god, he's going to drown, and you're a little you're bit right there with you're him. fearful you're right for there. him.
1: And because because you, especially with some of the audience, the audience, you go, oh, why why would anybody watch this? Why would they? Because I know there's Big Brother and stuff like that, but it's all hammed up. It's just like a normal guy, normal life. But then yeah, you're sucked in by it.
0: You are absolutely sucked in by it. And there is a there's a perfect edit where when it's all happening and there's a viewer in a bath
1: mm-hmm. and he
0: just sort of goes, Come on, Truman, and he's like losing and I was every for some reason that it just hit me in a way, every hair in my body like stood up on end. And I was just going, Oh my god, like I am so involved right now. I've seen this yeah. film so many times. I am utterly absorbed and encapsulated by it. I love the ending. I love the... Just like... It's it's sort of like an unbroken shot for like 15, 20 seconds of his boat just sailing, just sailing, just sailing. Bam, hits a wall. And you go, oh. Like suddenly like your eyes focus on the fact that that wasn't a real backdrop. Sort of it wasn't an unending ocean. It's just been this war the entire time. And you've yeah. just got, like, Truman's like, do I do this? And I, I don't I don't know if Truman was going to do it until Kristoff got on the God mic and got a little bit cocky and a little bit ahead of himself. And it just, to me, it goes back to that. Every time people interfere in Truman's life, it pushes him further away.
1: Yes, completely. And it's just, it's... Because he doesn't like being controlled. No.
0: As does any human being, I feel. I think that is human nature. And it's just... It's so perfect with his... And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
1: Yeah, it's, it's becoming so fully aware. It's just... That he even had a catchphrase.
0: Fully... I've accepted the truth now. I'm ready. I like that we don't see him outside in the real world. I like that that is left completely ambiguous.
1: Yes, have your own ending.
0: Have your own ending. Does Truman have a complete breakdown when he leaves? It does he? Presumably, he'd be hyper famous. This is what I, it's. And then, this is what I mean when I go. I don't want to know. But maybe I do. He'd
1: never be normal, which is what he wants it to be.
0: He'd never be normal, but is now, in the current world we live in, of these hyper-celebrities with no privacy and their entire life on show, is now a perfect time to make a sequel to this film?
1: Oh, yeah, quite possibly.
0: 20 years later, how is the most famous person in the world... Dealing with it i i think you would you could make it darker you could even maybe do it as a limited series you know what i mean explore it a little bit longer over a film because i mean it'd be fully meta because everything's getting a sequel tv series now years later mm-hmm. i don't know it's something that i'm like maybe i want this may and, yeah. and jim carrey's done a lot more serious stuff in more recent years where i think he could play this darker truman And sort of the
1: what effect? He could be a washed-up Truman, and he was happier. Yeah, and it didn't work out with Sylvia. But I, I don't think my soul wants that. I don't think it (laughs) does.
0: (laughs) But then I go, oh maybe. Scores on the doors. So nine out of ten.
1: Me first. You first. No, I've got first, mate. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Ooh, uh, it is very good. I think I'm going to go for 8.5. 8.5, yeah? Not
0: 9? Don't want 9 out of
1: 10? Yeah, yeah. Stop bullying
0: me. I'm not bullying you.
1: Stop pressuring me.
0: This was nominated for three Academy Awards. Best Director, Best Supporting Actor for Ed Harris and Best Original Screenplay. It disgustingly didn't win any of them. And I will not stand for that. Justice for the Truman Show. The 9 out of 10 film. We both agree. 9 out of 10. I love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. I unashamedly I think, love it. I
1: think this is one of those films. I'm going to enjoy it more the second time I watch it.
0: I mean, you already know to look out for the cameras. And you, that's all yeah. you're going to see now. The bin one, the fact that you didn't see that bin is amazing. <laughs> to watch the extras, that's brilliant. To watch like Marlon unloading the vending machine, then loading again. It's just brilliant and it hits harder the
1: second time
0: what are we watching next week
1: I think we should do an oldie I think I think we should I think we're due one Citizen Kane I think Citizen Kane I've got no idea what it's about but I know it's a it's a golden oldie isn't it
0: golden oldie I think you know what to do and if you don't do it I'll be very annoyed
1: hello listener Yeah, you know who you are. This isn't real. None of this is real. Look around. Look at the cameras. Look at the cameras. You've seen it, haven't you? Your world is a lie. Wake up. And I'll see you next week.
0: And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening and good night.
1: Oh, yeah, I should have done that, shouldn't I? (laughs)
0: Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the 1001 Movies We Have Not Seen podcast. You can subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice or follow us on Insta at 1001 Movies Not Seen Pod. We have new episodes every Thursday. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Also... We got the question of uh, prostitution. If she's sleeping with him and a paid actress, bit dodgy. Uh, well, it's not prostitution if you film it. Oh yeah, of course. Technically, they're porn stars. Oh
0: yeah. It's yeah, it's something they don't cover they in. They gloss the, over. They gloss. And it's over fine it. to
1: gloss over. Yeah. Let's not think about it. <laughs>